together out loud right there where you're at. Heavenly Father, we lift up our voices at this personal altar. You've given us this house of worship. We can lift up our hands, lift up our voices, knowing that our burdens are lifted at Calvary. There's been a resurrection. There's been a power released through this message, God. We can ask anything in your name and believe all things are possible. May the spirit of faith, may the spirit of your presence come upon this congregation. We live in a dark, wicked Laodicean time. But greater is the light. Greater is the power of God. Greater is the Holy Spirit. And the message will meet the need of every hour, every generation. Tonight we believe your word, God. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Come on this Wednesday night, this midweek service, remembering what you went through this week for us. Oh, Father, the greatest week. Jesus, that you would give your life for us and that you would rise on Easter morning and release back to a people a promise that we shall be quickened also. The same spirit that raised you from the dead is in this service tonight. It's in our mortal bodies. We believe it for ourselves and for one another that your spirit is moving, Lord, upon the face of the earth. Answer every prayer tonight and every request and every need. Even as I hold several in my Bible unspoken requests like a prayer cloth for this service, may the power of God come to these lives in our assembly and release to them the answer to their need. And every need supplies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to Romans together, chapter 8. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we'll turn to two places in the scripture. Romans chapter 8 and 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We bring you greetings from many uh, saints in um, Tim, Brother Tim Pruitt's church in Louisiana, also in Tucson, Arizona, Brother Doug Baker, his church in Phoenix and places that we were. Nice to see visitors from Edmonton here tonight in Calgary and uh, outskirts of Edmonton. Amen. Oh, we come from the east and the west, but we're all going home. Who's going home tonight? We're on a journey. And this is Easter week. Brother Branham called it the, the most and greatest historical week of all the weeks of the year. I think that's the greatest thing we will celebrate this week. This coming week was the greatest event that ever take place on the earth. I don't think anything could surpass it. You say, well, the crucifixion was great, but many men has died. Many men have been crucified, even in the days of our Lord. But there was one of them who rose up from the dead. And that person is in this building tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans chapter 8, verse 22 and 23. Brother Branham read these two verses in the seals. We read them while we're away and wanted to bring them tonight for this service. Romans 8.22 For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. 
And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. And I believe there's many in this building that are part of this verse. Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. That's the change. That'll happen at the resurrection day. First Corinthians chapter 15. We'll turn to a scripture, brother Branham loves the resurrection scripture. Tonight we want to speak on responding to the resurrection call. Um, uh, kind of a pre-Easter message. Our pastor will be here this Sunday to speak to us the Easter message. Are you looking forward to that? Just one service this Sunday. Brother Bisco will be taking that. And this is kind of our pre-Easter service tonight. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51. Paul said, Behold, I show you a mystery. Or I'm showing you or I'm revealing to you something. Paul said, We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. My, my, my. We could star that verse, circle that verse. We shall be changed. I shall be changed. If that's not something beating in our hearts, we've missed everything. We've missed the Bible, the message. We've missed the service. We've missed the call. But we didn't miss it. We shall all be changed. This is 1 Corinthians 15 verse 52. In a moment. Changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound. Hallelujah. And the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. That is, thus saith the Lord. For this corruptible, now Paul's speaking to people that were alive. This corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption or shall be changed, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Hallelujah. That's going to happen to our bodies in the future. But spiritually, it's already happened. We've already been resurrected. We've already been quickened. That's what God's trying to lead us to as His church, as the bride. Before the physical Resurrection. There must be a spiritual resurrection. Verse 56. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. Verse 57 is a rejoicing verse. But thanks be to God. Which giveth us the victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's read verse 57 out loud. But thanks be to God, 
which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. You can have your seats tonight. We're living in a resurrection season. We are people of the resurrection. I don't know about you, but at this time of the year, it seems like there's something, a greater expectation for the coming of the Lord and the rapture and the resurrection. Is that true for you? The Lord can come in June, July, December. He can come whenever he wants to. But this time of the year, when it speaks of the resurrection, we're looking forward to the resurrection. And I'm glad to be with you on a Wednesday night and be privileged to be able to have the service, kind of a pre-Easter message. And when a Brother Branham spoke the Sunday before Easter, his last uh, year on 1965 on the Easter seal in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, he traveled back to Jeffersonville. Brother Biscoe and I was just fellowshipping in the back room. Brother Biscoe was at that last Easter uh, Sunday service. It, of, um, it is the rising of the sun at the Branham Tabernacle. And I thought it was wonderful that Brother Biscoe was at uh, our prophet's last Easter service. And this Easter we get our pastor to speak this Sunday. Is that a blessing? The resurrection is finally going to happen one morning. One day all that we believe for is going to become sight. But until that day, that's why we're here pressing on. And when we speak about the resurrection or to resurrect, God is looking for individuals that have been witnesses of the resurrection. Not just talk about it or have heard it so many times that you're good at repeating it. And not just saying, I know someone that was there, but you're a witness of the resurrection. You saw it happen. You've experienced the resurrection. It's already happened in you. So we're not just talking around a doctrine or around a truth. God's looking for individuals that he can fill with his power of the resurrection. While they're living. Before the great resurrection, there's going to be a people on the face of the earth that is walking in the authority of the spoken word. Brother Branham said it five times. We were ministering on that Sunday night in Seattle as we were just coming back home. Brother Branham five times in the message said that the sickest body on the face of the earth was the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I believe in 2019 that you're not the sickest body. There's a people that's growing up. There's a generation that's come up now. And God is looking to you to speak the word. Live under the authority of the word. Don't just talk about a resurrection, but groan so much to where it becomes a reality. We're a people that are groaning tonight. Not for church or formality. Singing's good. Preaching's good. To gather together like this is good. But there's something greater. 
That's when we walk out of these doors, there's a resurrection in our hearts. It's there every day of the week. It's in our families. It's in our lives. And I pray the Lord Jesus will release that power of his resurrection. Because there are needs among us. There's needs in the families. Let's not just talk up here and have a service up here. Let's let the Lord come down to our address. In fact, God is looking for men and women like you and me. Not that have died and have gone by the way of our reward and is laying and just ready to come back. We're not part of that group yet. We've got blood beating through our veins right now. By the grace of God, we're breathing. We're able to hear the word. We're able to become the word. We're able to take a step higher. We're able to get serious. We're able to make our calling and election sure. Right here tonight, we have the privilege of being filled with the Holy Ghost. We have the privileges of miracles taking place. We have the privileges of being healed because of his stripes on Thursday night, Friday morning, 2,000 years ago. Power can come right into this room and heal someone. Set them free. Do we believe that tonight? God's looking for men and women like you and me. In fact, uh, he spoke a message in Dallas, which some of our assemblies there tonight in a Dallas meeting. After the seals, though, Brother Branham's talking about Jonah. And I thought this might help someone speaking about Jonah being a witness of the resurrection. He said Jonah was a witness of the resurrection. As he was in the belly of the whale for three days. Many people try to condemn Jonah and say, oh, he, everybody, he was a Jonah. Have you heard that before? Oh, that, that sister, she's a Jonah. Or that man, he's a Jonah. That young person, they're just going away from God. But Brother Branham said Jonah was a prophet. And he was walking exactly in the will of God. When he took that wrong ship and got out there, that had to be done. It must be that way to show forth the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. I wonder tonight if someone tonight that's in that situation could actually receive from the Lord and say, I am ready for the resurrection. This is because God's going to show his power in my frail condition. Somewhere in my situation, God is going to show and release a resurrection. Instead of leaning on the negative side and getting under the influence of Satan, why don't we come over on the positive? While we're in the house of God, while blood is dripping down over our lives, while the spirits are already driven back, Brother David, and out of these doors, and they're just waiting for you to go out to pounce right on you, right while you're in this place, just let the Holy Spirit fill your life, touch you, minister to you. I hear the call of the resurrection. It's saying, come up. Get out of there. Be healed. Come to yourself. It's not on God's side where the problem is. 
We've already heard from a prophet that the power that is coming through the pipe of his divine love it would be like all the ocean, all the waters of the ocean coming down into a little pipe. That's the pressure of the power of God and his love for each one of us. Why don't we turn that around tonight against the devil and say we are taking authority tonight over every unclean spirit. Every devil. We're in our promised land. We have the right to say get out of my land. Get out of our family. Get out of our church. Get out of this house. I hear the call of the resurrection saying get up out of that stretcher. Get up out of that cot. You might have pushed your daughter in here or your son in on a spiritual wheelchair and they're, they're so weak they don't even have enough power to come themselves. And by the time they leave here, God could have caused them to rise. Let's go brother. Let's go sister. Rise. Be healed. When Jonah took the wrong ship, that had to be done. I'm quoting a prophet. It must be that way to show forth the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He had to play that. You have to play this. You have to go through this. Because down the road, God is going to use your testimony to touch another believer, another son, another daughter. God's allowing you to play through this. Oh, if we could receive the word. There's power in the word. Get up on the chariot. Get up on the horse. There's oil. There's wine here. You're getting bandaged up. You're being brought to the end. You're being laid down. There's the softest hands of the angels that's taking care of your case. If you need to sleep, sleep. If you need rest, take some rest. If you need some more water, here's some water. If you need some care, here's some care. If you need some love, there's love here tonight. If you need deliverance, there's deliverance here tonight. If you need some health, there's health in the cup. Why wait to a communion service? Drink the cup tonight. That's why even Paul said that so many are sick and weakly among you is you're not discerning the body of the Lord, the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. Discern that we need one another. Discern that there's enough power to lay hands on someone and they can be healed. Discern that there's power in your voice. Jonah had to play that just the same as Hagar was put out and that the free woman would not be heir with the bondswoman. These things had to happen. They were shadows and types of things to come. These things have to happen in your life. It's only the negative, but the positive is shining. God is shining. I pray tonight, Lord, and I'm holding my Bible with two requests. Shine on, God. Shine on God. Brother Branham called Easter the greatest event of the year. Christmas wasn't the greatest event, even though it was a great event. He said Easter was the greatest event. 
He didn't even say that Friday, Calvary was the greatest. Easter is the greatest. But let's not put it as a holiday or Sunday or something that happened back there. We all need an Easter. There must be a personal Easter. Help us tonight, friends. and Where Jesus arises up through your life. Where Jesus comes alive. Where all that is dead and laid out there and no life. Where all of a sudden power and life and light can move through your life. I felt to say this tonight as we speak about the resurrection call. That before the resurrection of our bodies and the resurrection of the dead in Christ. All those that are the elect seed of God will have a spiritual resurrection. Every single believer before the great resurrection and before the resurrection of the dead. And before those that are dead and their bodies come to life. Every elect seed of God will have a spiritual resurrection. Do we believe that? Every man, woman, boy, girl, teenager that goes in the rapture. This is our time. In fact, there is no physical resurrection if there's no spiritual resurrection. There will be no physical resurrection if during the course of a person's lifetime, they're not spiritually revived. Spiritually. Think about that. Even the second resurrection of those that will come to the white throne judgment, it still takes a resurrection for them to come before the bride and receive grace and mercy. Think about it. So there has to be a resurrection for all those that make it to heaven. That's why this is more than a doctrine. I pray the Lord would just come beyond our souls and our spirits and our bodies and just do a complete work within our life. A person is just living in a fantasy and in a world that is not real to think and live their lives that they have a physical change without a spiritual change. It's not possible. It's not possible to have a physical change and a real resurrection unless something spiritual happens. You're living in a fantasy. You're living in a worldly drama if that's how you're living. If you're just thinking that one day it's going to be great and wonderful, but you fail to allow there to be a spiritual resurrection in your life, you're deceived. That's why the message has got to be strong and real. For all of us, it broke us out of our death, out of our slumber, out of our dark cloud. And I pray tonight there's still some in our midst that that cloud's hanging over them. I pray God would break that world that's not even real. They're living in a false world. I heard Brother Branham say it today. There will be people after the resurrection and the translation that will be thinking they're getting the Holy Ghost. That means whoever was preaching that or whatever they were believing, they never had it before the rapture. 
Because if they're going to be in a tribulation thinking they're getting the Holy Ghost, I think it was Easter seal that he said that, then they never had it before. So they're going to be living in a fantasy tribulation time. How many know that when the bride leaves, there's still going to be three and a half years? Who knows that? Three and a half years of tribulation. You say, well, brother John, that explains why this is not going to be over. This is not going to be. That's exactly right. This world is going to go on. There's still going to be presidents, prime ministers. Television's going to go on. There's going to be all kinds of drama for three and a half years. Stop thinking. Brother Branham never taught that it's just all going to be over like that. The bride's gone. At that time, the bride's gone. I hope you're understanding tonight. Hallelujah, that the resurrection will bring on a change. Now, on that Easter morning, it is the rising of the sun. Brother Branham said, as Christ was the first one to raise from all the prophets and so forth, although typed in many places, he was the first fruits of those that slept. In the bride coming of Christ, Coming out of the church, there'll have to be a sheaf waved again in the last days. He said, oh my, waving of the sheaf. What was the sheaf? The first one that come to mature, the first one that proved it was a wheat, that proved it was a sheaf. Brother Branham said, hallelujah, I'm sure you see what I'm talking about. It was waved over the people. If you go back and listen to that message, that sheaf is capital S. It was Christ that was cut down, waved over the people saying, there's more in the field that's going to come to this too. That's why Paul could say the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies. Some while they're living and some when they're dead, it's they're going to be quickened. But while we're living, we are quickened. We're quickened to salvation. We're quickened to the Holy Ghost. We're quickened to healing. We're quickened to deliverance. We're quickened to miracles. Let me believe that tonight. We are quickened. And that sheaf has been waved over this generation through a message. Christ was waved over us. More than a doctrine. More than just 1965. It was Christ being waved over us. You can put up that picture again, Brother Joe. Brother John and Sister Sharon just happened to be uh, there in Sabino Canyon. This is Sabino Canyon where Brother Branham loved this place. This is looking up through the uh, places where Brother Branham was actually in this very um, place here where the angels came and where the sword came into his hand. Before that a cactus can have an arm, it's 70 years old. So any of these cactuses that you see here, Brother Branham would have saw the same ones. This is where the presence of God came in Brother Branham's, right there in Sabino Canyon in 1963. Right in the very place. This is pulpit rock. Here, there where the sword came down, right on this rock, and this is looking out toward Tucson here. This cactus right here is this cactus. This is where the sun shone through at 10 o'clock on January the 15th. The only place in the whole canyon that the sun shines through is right where Brother Branham was standing when the sword came down. 
You say, why are you saying that? Doesn't mean anything for us. Well, let me just show you something here. Here's a little flower coming out of a rock. And it, it speaks of your spiritual life is like this flower. Right up in the middle of this rock comes a flower. And it's just like you and me were that seed of God that's elected. No matter where you are or what you've been through, you're going to burst into a resurrection. At some time in your life, the power of the sun is going to shine on you and you're going to break through. Some of us need to claim that for somebody next to you or some loved one or somebody that's not even here on the internet. Every seed of God is going to come to their place. Here it is again, another flower. Speaks of your spiritual life, my spiritual life. It's like this flower coming up in the middle of the rock. And tonight we need to put our faith in the word and in the resurrection. That if God can take care of a little flower and provide a way for nature, how much more for you and I that's part of his spiritual seed? Cannot God make a way? Just wave your hand if you say God can make a way. It seems impossible. Our God's a way maker. This was just last Thursday, less than a week ago. This is called resurrection plant. This is looks like moss. But there's something that grows right there in Sabina Canyon. It's called resurrection plant. And when, when the sun's out, when it's so hot, it just dries up and looks very brown and dark. But when the rains begin to come, when the moisture gets to it, it just flowers right out. Hallelujah. I put that in front of you tonight to let you know, sometimes our life seems brown and dark and miserable. But you just get into the presence of the resurrection. You just get in a good Holy Ghost meeting. You get in a place where the waters are flowing, where the Holy Ghost is moving. Hallelujah. You get in a place where it just seems like there's so much happening and you know God is moving and God is stirring. Step into the waters. Stop sitting there laying back in your uh, reasoning and wisdom state. You've tried that all week. But while God's moving the waters, while he's stirring, just throw away your umbrellas. Say, Lord, fall on me, Jesus. Rain on me, God. The prodigal son wasn't even praying for it. But his daddy's was. His mommy was. He didn't even have his right mind. He's in a pig pen. But something came through there and said, why don't you go back home? And when he came to himself, he arose. Now that's a resurrection. That's someone that's spiritually dead. Physically, they're alive. My, they can go to school. They can go to work. They can be a neighbor. They can drive a car. They can look so beautiful. But inside, they're dead. They're cankered. There's all kinds of demons just sitting in their, in their lounge chairs and just sitting in the living rooms. There's no power to drive them out. 
people get, begin to make excuses and say, I'm not a bad person. And my family's good. And our preachers are good. And we have a good church. It's got to go way beyond that, friends. There must be a resurrection. The same resurrection plant in the dry sun is just all dry and dark. But in the presence of the rain, it just flowers right out. And I pray, God, let that happen spiritually. These are some flowers in Sabina Canyon. Let there be flowers grow and bloom. Bring a spark back to my life. Bring the beauty back in my life. Bring the freshness back in my life. Brother Branham was talking about this sheaf being waved over the people. Talking about this bride age. The first time it will come forth for the bride age. For a resurrection out of dark denominationalism will be a message. And the full authority of the word has turned back again in its full power. Now friends, 30, 40 years ago in the message, there was a lot of preaching, even when I was raised up. Conventions and all kinds of meetings about the denominations. We would travel and we would go and the ministers would be preaching out of the church age book and out of many messages about the Catholic church, the whore, the Baptist, the Pentecostal. We could talk about the Mennonite, the Hutterite, the Amish, and everybody was roaring. They were cheering because they had come out of denominations. But we've gone a whole nother cycle now in the message where many have raised up in the message. When you say denomination, there's a lot of our people that really don't know what you're talking about. There's a lot of our children that just get a blank. They don't know what you're talking about. But that doesn't mean there there still doesn't need to be a, a resurrection. Do you understand? And the same spirit that brought you out or delivered you must come into their lives. It's the same message. We'll produce the same results. And if it doesn't, it's not that there's something wrong with the message. It's that something is wrong with us. And that's where believers need to say, Lord, we are groaning. We are thirsty to see the same Holy Ghost. Move again in our lives and our families that our children would know the same resurrection. Oh, you say they have the token and they have us and we are praying for them. That's not good enough. They've got to have a resurrection. They've got to burst through the rock. We're talking about a bride age. We're talking about what Brother Branham said, a message where the full maturity of the word has turned back again in its power. Where men raise up and know how to use the sword. Where ladies know how to, they've been raised up and know how to use the sword. They know how to stay in their place. We can't just be up and down all the time and we're not the sickest body on the face of the earth say, but I'm sick or my situation's sick or what I'm going through is just sick. We have the word now. Speak and go forward. 
We need to knock the silly grin off our face. And we need to learn to take the sword and know and have thus saith the Lord. There's just as serious cases in our midst as it was when you hear the tapes in the 50s and 60s that were there in the physical and they would have all the wheelchairs, caught stretchers and ambulances out there. Today, it's in a spiritual realm. I hope you're listening tonight. Today, it's in a spiritual realm. And we've got to recognize the devil and every one of his tactics and learn to expose him. We've been given the authority of the word to stand. Speak the word. And God wants to back you up. God wants to confirm his word. God wants to bless your family. Say, I'm single or, you know, I'm a young person. God wants to back up your testimony. Hallelujah. We've received the authority of the word and the maturity of the word. So that it's returned back in its full power and being waved over the people with the same signs and wonders that he did back there. Let's turn to John 14 verse 19. If you would have been in that canyon last week with us. It was dry, Brother Darren. There were cactuses, there were desert. It was amazing. But there were also flowers. Speaks of believers. There was also water. This desert shall bloom again. You've got to have water. And we live in a time of famine. For hearing the word of God. To be in an assembly where the word is coming and fountains can be opened up. And you can tap into a reservoir and say, thank you, Jesus. Not thank you, preacher, but thank you, Jesus. Jesus touched me. God ministered to me. That's the spirit of the resurrection that we need. That's the spirit of the resurrection that we have. That's the spirit of the resurrection that's in this building tonight. Just swirling through here. Hallelujah. You say, that happened to Jonah. I don't understand how he could be in the will of God, Brother John. In the will of God and go in the opposite direction. Maybe that's why you're misunderstanding your life. You say, Brother John, if those angels appeared to him there in that place, he would have known right away and he would have known in May at least when Life magazine came out. Brother Branham did not turn that picture until Easter 1965, in front of the congregation, and I think Brother Ed and Sister Ruth were there, when Brother Branham turned the photo and said, don't you see it? It's the head of Christ. Don't you see his eyes and his face? Two years later, two years later, after something happened, say, what does that mean? It means that God waited until a a resurrection Easter service. To let the bride know, you say, you could be walking exactly where you need to be, and it might not be for a long time. You look back and find out that was God's perfect will. That was the supernatural. You were walking in a miracle and didn't even know it. God, open our eyes. 
Help us, Jesus. John 14, verse 19. This is another example of how we can be so carnal, even reading the Bible, and say, oh, Jesus was just talking to his disciples. He was just talking to men that were there right in front of him. But that's not what Brother Branham said. In John 14, verse 19. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. And some would read the Bible and say, oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? But Brother Branham quoted this scripture, and it is the rising of the sun. And he said, because I live, ye live also, speaking to his wife. He's talking to you. Say this was 2,000 years ago. A prophet said he's speaking to his wife. Because I live, you shall live also. Speaking to his wife. So tonight, right there where you're sitting, you can say that scripture is for me. It's for me. Because he rose... I can rise because he took my healing and by his stripes I am healed. Amen. I am healed tonight. Let's just blow the devil right out of the water. By his stripes you are healed. And God can do that tonight or tomorrow or a year from now or he can do that when my body changes. But I am healed. I wonder if we could have 100% believers believe that. I'm healed. He can do that now, tomorrow, a week now, but I'm healed. Because of that resurrection, your body will be perfect. Your body will be whole. Do you believe that tonight? Right here tonight, you can say, that's my husband talking. And because he rose, and because he lives, I live also. So I live in the name of Jesus. I walk in the name of Jesus. I'm going to get up out of here and live for Christ. Because he lives. He lives. Brother Branham said, what a resurrection that was, and what a resurrection this is. And this is what we are praying, believing, and our burden for tonight. That that resurrection that was so great would become reality in the lives and hearts of every believer. And I'll say, Lord, we have seen it, but we want to see more of it, Brother John. We have had revival, but we want to see more of it. We've had miracles, but we believe there's more in our great God. Come on, friends. We've seen healings, but we have need of healings. We've had deliverances, but we want to see more. Even our children are catching this. Even our young people tonight. They recognize when there's a change. I I just heard it this week again of the testimony of the young lady that had been through a horrible life, had a lot of scars, thought her life was ruined. 
as a teenager, she just got so depressed and dark, she started to cut herself. Tormented. That's a demon. I said, that's a demon. She's a young person. So under depression and that dark cloud, thoughts of suicide and all kinds of nonsense. Which again, is Satan perverting the groaning in a seat of God and you're misinterpreting that groaning and dissatisfaction. It's the devil trying to destroy you. Come on, friends. I'm working in another realm right now, but that's the devil tormenting a mind, telling them they might as well just take their life. When the groaning and the the groaning of of the seed is that something's wrong. Something's not the way it ought to be. And I'll say it so we can understand. That's the seed inside of you crying out for a resurrection. Answer the call tonight of that resurrection and come out of that dark room. Satan's opened up that door to you and you walk through blindly or maybe somebody threw you in there. The Holy Ghost is coming in there and bringing you out. Say, Brother John, my house is is burning and it's all inflamed and, and they're inside and can't get out. God's putting the love of God in somebody's heart. I'm going in that house and I'm coming out with that person. That's what Jesus did. On Thursday night, he gave his life. He knelt down. He said, Father, not my will, thine be done. In Gethsemane, he gave his life. Oh, you say on the cross. No, no. He gave his life willingly. He only went to the cross. I heard Brother Branham say it like this today. He said he could have just moved his finger. He could have just moved his finger on the cross. There were 10,000 angels sitting all around on the tree, tree branches, just waiting for a little breath. Get me off of this cross. But love held him there. There was resurrection beating in him. He was like a seed that had to go on the ground. Tormented, misunderstood. Mocked, his friends left him. Let me go back to the little girl. Young teenager. Tormented, distressed. She gave her heart to the Lord. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. But she came to a little meeting. To a youth camp. And because her arms had been so scarred up over the years, she had learned to wear long sleeves. Sister Linda, she wore long sleeves always. Because she was so ashamed of her scars and of her past. She was in this certain meeting. And she said, Lord, I want to praise you. I want to worship you. I want to lift my hands and not be ashamed. But I have these scars. Could you remove the scars? And she lifted up her hands and began to worship God. And at the end of that service, her skin was clean and white. The scars were gone. 
I tell you, there's power in praise. There's power like Paul and Silas in their little prison cell. They begin to praise. They begin to say hallelujah. Like Jonah down in his trouble, there was a resurrection promise. You say he was out of the will of God. You're nothing but a Jonah. And the word was saying, no, I need a Jonah. That's going to be in the belly of that whale for three days. Because Jesus is going to be in the ground Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There must be a witness of my resurrection. I need a witness. God was saying, I need a witness. But a witness can't be saying, oh, my daddy said they were there. Or the preacher said they were there. Or this My counselor said they were there. No, God's looking for witnesses that will consent. I said that. I saw that. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. And when questions muddle your mind and doubts and you don't even know if you're a seed of God, there comes a resurrection call deep down on the inside. I tell you, David felt this. Job felt this. Though I make my bed in hell, he'll be there. That's a real seed bursting out there. That's a little flower in a rock saying, I've got to come out. I've got to come out. I've got to come out. Is there anybody here that understands what I'm talking about? Is there anybody here that's groaning though? Is there anybody here that would agree that was a great resurrection that happened that Easter morning? Then there ought to be a great desire to say, Lord, what a great resurrection that was. But what a great resurrection this is. Say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still blinded or I I just kind of muddled up. Let that resurrection happen, Lord. Let it fill this building. Let it fill our homes. Can you say amen? We're living in the resurrection time. We're living at the last of the last of the last. It's time to throw yourself in. All in. To be quickened from the dead. To be made alive in Jesus Christ by his quickening power. He was waved over them. The word which he was was proved back to them on the day of Pentecost. The word was made manifest. And he said, now I say it's to be waved again in the last days. And you know what a lot of those people did? Hmm, hmm, that's wonderful. And they saw the brother Branham part. And they wanted a personal interview and they would drive for thousands of miles. They would come from 1500 miles square just to come to the tabernacle. They would sleep in their cars. Mothers would feed their babies out in the parking lot. I've been at meetings in the 70s and 80s at the Branham Tabernacle. Where people would wait for hours in line and they would open the doors a half hour before the service. And literally within 60 seconds, 
every chair was filled. It was a carryover. It was, it was a move of God. This was even after Brother Brandon was gone. They were still caught up in that anointing and the aura of the wave sheath. But how many of those people went on to come to maturity? How many of those families or people or even the ministers that Brother Branham ordained? That for years say, oh, I've been faithfully taught or Brother Branham laid hands on me or I knew the family. Where are they tonight? And I'm not just talking physically in the grave. I'm speaking spiritually. I will say this tonight. There has been a resurrection in this generation because a message was waved over the people. And there are those in the field that are catching it. And they are coming to life. And I am one of those persons. Many of you are those people. We are flowers coming through the rock. We are dry and thirsty land is. There's still waters there. Can you say amen to that? We are people of the resurrection. I trust some of these words are streaking through your heart tonight. Not just now, but later when you can't sleep. Or when Satan is haunting you, just give him the word. Let's say, devil, just in a few short days, you're going to be bound for a thousand years. And I'm going to be in my honeymoon. Start talking back to him. Oh, you say, Brother John, if somebody heard me or saw me, they would think I was insane, crazy, lost their mind. Well, we need some more of that. And I mean spiritually. Some of us are so predictable and so in our little box. We need a good shaking out of that box. We need a good fire of the Holy Ghost. Someone to say, Lord, I have a a lot of scars. There will be a lot of people just wear long sleeves the rest of their life and, and you would never even know. This young teenager said, away with all that. I lived by fear for years. I lived under that spirit for years. I went through my teenage years for years. She just had enough of the devil. And in front of hundreds of people, she just lifted up her hands and say, praise be to God. And the scars fell off. I tell you, God can deal with sin and he can deal with the scars. You are where you're at tonight for a testimony and a witness of the resurrection. We're in the season of the resurrection. We are walking and we are living right now in a resurrection season. I say this tonight, not because it's April, but there will come a springtime, one year, some March or April season, it will be the last spring ever. It will be the last March, April, Easter ever. And God will say, I'm ready to come. And his great magnet is going to come down across the table. And every person that's magnetized to him is going to leave this world. And about 30 or 40 days before that, the dead that has been since Jesus Christ are going to come out of the grave. 
and they're going to start walking around on earth. And the believers are going to know them and see them. Come on, friend. I'm not preaching doctrine. This is the truth. But it is doctrine. We're not here to debate the message. Talk about the message. We're here to get in under the token. We're here to open up our hearts and say, really? The resurrection could happen tonight? Hello out there. Oh, but God's got to wait till our final exam. And we have a birthday party planned. Or this so-and-so, this is going to happen. And this is my final year. And I'm graduating in June. God says, you know what? He can come whenever he wants to. And every believer will be happy and rejoicing. So if you're not on that side, come on over tonight. The water's just fine. That's why they call us crazy, out of our minds, and insane. And we're looking right at them and saying, you're crazy, you're insane, you are crazy. I mean, come on, friends. We're, we're in the church full of normal people here tonight. Is there any one man that is worth $140 million? And a signing bonus of $65 million. Just sign with our team and I'll give you $65 million. Is there any person worth that? Come on. It's happening. It's happening within a few miles from here. And I was talking to one of our teachers at BCA this week and I said, you know what? Neither you nor I got a signing bonus of $65 million. But you know what? And we were laughing about it. We were happy. We said, you know what? Let them have their millions. Let them have their adultery and their houses and their yachts and boats. We didn't get a signing bonus like that. But when we leave here, we get our house. We get our lands. We get a new body. We live. To, we get to live for eternity. So what do you want tonight? What do you desiring what's in your heart what are you struggling for what are you groaning for what really turns you on I hope it's more than money I hope it's more than fame we're finding out very quickly that you can be totally crazy and tweet every day of your life and be a president That's what we're finding out. So it's not power. It's not money. It's not fame. Some of you are laughing. What are you laughing for? And we've got prime ministers and we got kings and potentates or whatever. And they just, they're living in their heaven. Let them have their heaven. We're going to our heaven. This world is not our home. And I'm not being light and foolish. We're living down here. We got burdens. We got cares. Even tonight, I'm very burdened. But this world is not our home. We're traveling through here. We're under a resurrection anointing. It'll break you out of that sports anointing, that shopping anointing, your old personal anointing. Forget your little anointing. You're nothing but dust in a few minutes. 
Do you all know the little, the little gadget that hangs outside of a Boeing 737 Max is about this long? And some intelligent person can software this whole plane to do automatic things that even a pilot can't bring it out of and destroy a whole plane. And it's only this long. It hangs out the side of a plane. It's a sensor. It's just sensing. Where are we going with this? What's the atmospheric pressure? You got to go down. You got to go down. You got to go down. And the pilot's in there saying, we got to go up. We're going up. And this plane is crazy. Get up, get up. Because some smart person engineered it to be that way. And I'm not being funny about that. It's tragic. They ate off the tree of knowledge. And it brings death every time. Even it's the safest way to get to your destination is to fly. There was a bunch of us together on, on a flight on Sunday coming back from Phoenix. That's the safest plane in all of America. Right, Brother John? A bunch of us. A bunch of us. We're, we're, we're jumbling to the airport at three in the morning trying to get on our flight. But that was the safest plane in all of America. And if it would have went down, we got a one-way ticket into a new body. I'm not going down screaming, yelling, and a horror look on my face. We're saying, this must be our time to go. And don't cry and have sad songs and at my funeral. If that would be the way that God takes us, I'll meet you in the morning. And when I see you, or when someone that's gone on is resurrected, they're going to be in a new body. Hallelujah. About 18 or 20. Is this okay tonight? It's the best news you've heard all week. They're going to have a new body. You're going to see them and say, wow, it's not going to be long now. Do you know why it's that way? Because he said, we serve a jealous God. And when he comes, he wants every eye on him. Hallelujah. That means where should our eyes be tonight? It should be on him. When we see believers walking around, the dead in Christ rising, the resurrection is at hand. It's not going to be long now. What are you all doing here on a Wednesday night? We're making ourselves ready. Thank you very much for asking the question. Say, what are you all doing? We're getting ready. In fact, if there's some nakedness that is showing up, I want it covered. I don't want to find out later that I'm wearing a mini skirt and I was so cute and isn't this nice. And somebody else was, man, that's cute. Man, you're so stylish. You're good. And find out later it was a lie. And that other person is crying out too. Friends, don't be deceived by someone that's deceived. Make some friends around you, Holy Ghost filled people, that'll tell you the truth. That'll say, you need to royally unplug. Royally unplug from the tree of knowledge. That's why death is coming in. That's why it's destroying lives. 
Because to eat off that tree is death, 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 death. Oh my, you remember Brother Branham saying, and your voice, this voice will haunt you. Haunt you. And we know hell is not eternal. It's everlasting. But he said it could be for millions and millions of years. Oh, you say we sit through an hour, hour and a half service. It's so long. So long. It's nothing compared to about three million years of torment. And then some people think that's emotion. That's not emotion. That's reality. That's real. And it's time to close. I guess we'll just carry this on Sunday night down in Seattle. Okay, Brother Daniel? Is that okay? (laughs) All right. To be continued. Lord, let there be a resurrection in my heart. Let's not just talk about it this year. Let's not just have an Easter service and... Oh, what happened back there was so great. And if that wouldn't have happened. No, it's right here. There's a resurrection. Let there be a healing take place. Let there be eyes come open. That's what happened to that teenage black young man laying in that little hut with a little white picket fence out front near Memphis. He didn't know down near the airport there was a great big airplane sitting, sitting, sitting. And a bunch of people saying, oh, we got to get this flight. Where's our flight? Where's our... He didn't know. Passing through that room was something called L-O-V-E. Grabbed a hold of that airplane, put it down, spoke to a prophet, said, keep on walking. Gave a Holy Ghost filled mother a, a, a visitation. She's willing to stand out there for hours and hours and hours till there's dew all over her clothes. I tell you what, friends, don't become so carnal that he just walks right by your house and you're asleep somewhere. You've got to get your sleep or you've got to do whatever. When an angel's talked to you and said, get up, he's coming down your road and he's going to be having a little satchel. So you go out there and you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. The birds are up. The frogs are up. The roosters are up. Come on, Lord. Where's the word? Like some of you tonight, you're like, Lord, where's the answer? What's happening? Was it real? Maybe it was just a, it was just a, a nightmare. Maybe I'm just seeing things, brother Ricard. That's what they said about Christopher Columbus. They said, you're crazy. The earth is flat, 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 flat. But he looked out over the ocean too many times and saw the mast of the ships first and then coming up, coming up, coming up. Then he saw the big ship and he said, the earth is round. And they said, you're crazy. He said, say whatever you want, but the earth is round. And now, oh, the earth is round, brother John. It's because science has increased. And spiritually, we can look back in the Bible. We can look back at all kinds of things. Oh, of course that. And of course that. When some of us need to say, look right in front of us and say, it's the angel of the Lord. God is resurrecting something in my life. And she's just there, there. And all of a sudden, he comes walking up over the hill. Comes walking down there. Has a hat on and he's walking like this. He's supposed to have a satchel. 
Oh, it's not of God. No, that's not the man. No, no, no. Finally, she finds out later. I left it back at the motel room. And some of you would have thought, see, didn't fulfill the vision. Wasn't exactly right. Yeah, it'll never happen to you then. But there's something called believers that'll say, Lord, I've got a young man in my house. And I don't care if the man has on red shoes and ten arms. Was the satchel brown, blue, gray, nay? I don't care. Just let me have my son smile again. Look across the table. I love you, mother. I just want to see him healed. God gave him to us. And I'm not going to let the devil steal his life. Brother Branham walks into that house. This simple house. Just a little house. Somebody that knew how to pray. Why don't you pray, Mama? Not come walking in there, thus say, I'm a prophet of the living God. And in the night, why don't you pray? Oh, she prayed a prayer. You could tell she had talked to Jesus before. Wouldn't that be a lovely compliment if someone said, that person knows Jesus? Wouldn't that, who agrees? I don't agree with the brother. I don't agree with the sister. But they have a lovely spirit. They have a real lovely spirit. Be careful. Those kind of people come around at the end and make it in the rapture. Or they have a place on the other side. It's so dark. It's so dark. Oh, mama. It's so dark. He's just laying there. Didn't make money. Didn't mow the yard. He's just kind of worthless. Say, when are you going to get a life? What are you being like this for? You knew better. If he could have talked to you, he would have said, I just need somebody to turn the light on. I need somebody that has the Holy Ghost that can... My mother has the Holy Ghost. I need God to come down into my room and lay hands on my feet. These big feet. You say, but brother John, if you knew what he had done and who he'd been with, and the, the reason that he is like that is because he was raised by a godly mother, but he did this, you probably wouldn't even be here. And a prophet didn't need to know all that. God said, just keep walking. Do y'all know the end of the story? Oh, mama. It's getting light in here. Hallelujah. Brother Branham ran out of there on down and he starts running through the airport. Last call, last call. He got on that plane, flew away. Time went by. Brother Branham's still a poor man. Still, after all these years and the supernatural, and he's on a, he's on a, a, um, a train and he remembers it is so expensive on here. I can get cheaper sandwiches if I just run off at this stop. When the train stops, I'm going to get off and get a little sandwich. 
So he gets off and gets his sandwich, and all of a sudden, down the little place is a little boy. Hey, Boston Branham! Hey, Boston Branham! Hey, Boston Branham! My, that man's excited. He's got some life in him. Hey, Boston Branham! Hallelujah. Somebody else would have said, he's crazy. What's he all excited about? Because God had used that person. As not only healed, as saved too. Hallelujah. God came down and delivered that young man. That same resurrection power is in you tonight. You have the authority. And we're not presuming and venturing without authority. And someone says, well, who authorized you to say that? The Holy Ghost did. So now what we're asking God to do is confirm it. Then go into these families. Go into these needs. Go into these situations. Go out to lives. Go out to needy things in our... Lord, let the resurrection... This Easter, be more than a holiday for Canadians. The U.S. have gotten so perverted, it's not even a holiday anymore. But it's more than a holiday. It's a sign to the devil that we're ripe for a resurrection. Let's stand to our feet tonight. Let the fire fall. Then let that young man walk out of here free. Let that young lady be delivered. Let that spouse of mine come back to her senses. If it's your husband, say, God, restore unto us, Lord. But maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. And you'd like to say, Lord, I want to personally respond to the call. I want to be quickened. I need it, Lord. How can I pray for someone else if I don't even have faith? How can I believe for, oh, then, Lord, it's me, Jesus. I need help. That's a good place to start. That is the right place to start. Stop looking down your long nose or pug nose or whatever. You ought to be thankful you have a nose. And we need to stop making fun of someone else whose feet are this way or their ears are this way. I was walking behind a man onto the plane the other day and his ears were so big. I mean, some of you young people probably would have been laughing. And you know what I thought? Thank the Lord he has ears. He can hear. Deeper than that is Lord, give us ears that would hear what the Spirit would say to the church. As we bow our heads tonight, he would say, Lord Jesus, personally, right here where I'm standing, right where I'm at, Lord God. Let that resurrection take place fully in my soul, in my spirit, in my body. I live in a three-room house. I need a complete touch from you, Jesus. Why don't you awaken Jesus there? Why don't you speak to him right there, young man? That's it. Just pray right where you're standing. God hears that prayer right there, young lady. God bless you. God bless you, daddy, mommy. Oh, let the flowers come out of the rocks. Let the flowers bloom again in this dry and thirsty place. 
Let the resurrection plants begin to sprout out again. Blow through this canyon, God of mine. Blow through this canyon, Lord of mine. I'm groaning. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Maybe Sunday night we'll get into it in Seattle. But Brother Branham and the seals, he described that groaning. Something's not right. Something's out of cater. Don't you recognize? That's the seed of God in you. Oh, Father, may some of us begin to recognize that groaning as the seed of God. And turn it around and say, Satan, you have lied to me for a long time. I thought I was just a nobody and I'm not going to make it. And I was believing you had me for a while, but you're exposed. I am a daughter of God. I am a son of God. Get off of my land. Get out of my mind. Get out of my spirit. Get out of my body. This old death, this stinger's trying to get me, trying to get our saints and believers tormenting. I wonder tonight if we can say, Lord Jesus, let the same L-O-V-E that was in an Aunt Jemima fall on me, God. And Lord Jesus, don't let it just be sermons of our ministers. Don't let it be sermon titles and our subject tonight. But let it be a resurrection. Heavenly Father, throughout this whole building, your Holy Spirit's talked to us tonight and ministered beyond words, beyond our vocabulary. Our brother Murphy is translating in the Chinese language. We have the French language. So many in our church are from the Philippines and Africa and Europe and India and all the places. But Lord, this message, Christ has been waved over us. It is Christ, it is Jesus that has risen. I wonder how many of us would say, oh Jesus, touch this heart of mine. I have a need, I have a request. Answer the groaning, Lord Jesus. If nature groans, and what about sons and daughters of God groaning? I've got to put on immortality. I've got this mortal must be changed. I wonder with every head bowed who would say, I'm sick of this corruptible. It's dying every day, Brother John. I see it even in my own flesh. It's dying. It's getting older. It's passing. My strength is leaving. Even our mental powers. Oh, and I don't have time to tell you, but just in the last two weeks that we heard testimony after testimony of pastors, ministers, people, who their minds and what they're going through and just those realms, friends. We need to take care of one another. We need to be careful. We need to be very mindful. Our words are creative. Our atmosphere is creative. Jesus lives in this temple. And if 
he doesn't live in your temple, why don't you ask him right now, come into this temple, Lord Jesus. Come and live in my family. Mature me and settle me in this word, God, that I'm not tossed to and fro by all these devices, by Satan's web that is pulling, pulling, pulling. It's got a chokehold. Don't open that door, brother, sister. Said, but brother John, the door was open. I'm, I'm in the room. Come out of that room. There's death in there. It's choking you. Satan lied to you. Come out of that room. Come out with your hands up saying, God, I surrender to you, Jesus. God bless you. In the name of Jesus, may it happen for you. May the power of God. I want everyone to be praying right now. Everyone in this service. Every believer right now. There's needs in this service. And I just pray the Holy Spirit would come right at the close of this meeting and deliver. Some of our young men right now have been tormented. In the name of Jesus, they are free. Some of our young ladies have gone into a room and Satan's got them. He's a liar. He's a bluff. Can somebody help me pull them out of there? Can somebody help me grab a hold of their hands? Can we create a net down here with a mighty voice? That'll reach somebody's heart. That'll say, jump, jump. We're here for you. We're not leaving without you. May the darkness leave. May the devils that have hunted, tormented, lose their grip right now. May chains fall off. I will restore, saith the Lord, all the years. All the years. All the years. All the years. And you'd say, this is my year. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. This is your year of jubilee. Oh, let somebody that's strong enough, that's on the top of the mountain, that can see the S-O-N, scream out and say, It's risen! It's a new morning! Shout it down to somebody below you. He's alive! He's alive! The sun is risen. You can be free. Throw down your pitchfork. Throw down your hoe. Lay aside those weights. In the name of Jesus, lay it down right now. And I encourage you to answer the call. Sister, it's ringing in your purse. It's buzzing on your belt, brother. Young person, it's buzzing you.
Answer the call. It's the resurrection. It's the resurrection. Knocking at the door. And one day, one bright morning, it's going to happen, friends. Make sure you have your reservation. Make sure with your passport that you have it stamped on there. I have a visa. Don't let the immigration officer say, where is your token? May there not be one person under the sound of our voices. Here at that day, I didn't know you. What are you talking about? Let them hear our voice saying, Jesus, my Jesus. Some of you that are older need to be praying for somebody else. Some of you that are so selfish and think about yourself and think about going home. And I got work in the morning. We got school in the morning. For the Canadians, Friday's a holiday and it doesn't matter, friends. For one soul, it is worth everything. Now, if you could look on the faces of some of your people, I think some of you would get burdened and say, God, help them, Lord. Some of you are so afraid of the altar, and that's exactly what you need. Satan's lied to you. He's tried to put reasoning in your mind, and that's exactly what you need to do. Throw it all down and say, God, it's all done. I will arise. I don't care about being embarrassed. I don't care about being ashamed. Parson, parson. Heavenly Father, answer every prayer right now. It's going up before your throne right now, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father God, you answer every prayer. Every prayer of every person, you answer their prayers. I pray the Holy Ghost would answer some prayers tonight. Answer some prayers. Because I can guarantee you one thing. The devil is waiting for all of us. We walk out of those doors. It will be ten times worse. He'll throw it right back on us. Today, now is your time. That spirit's already pushed back off of you. You know that right now. Even you that have struggled and uh, fight a lot of battles. You know right now is a moment that you could say yes. Or you could just go out of here in a few minutes. Worse than ever. And I want to encourage you. There's a fountain open in the house of David. To you that would believe. Why don't you put your cup out there and say, Jesus, fill my cup, Lord. Fill it up, Lord. Fill it up, Lord. And then pour it out on somebody else and then say, fill it up again, Lord. I can pray for this brother. I can pray for that sister. God has brought you through this so that you'd be able to be victorious and be a witness of the resurrection to touch somebody else so that you could say, I've been there, brother. I've been there, sister. I'm sure to carry you too. God bless all of you. Receive whatever you have need of from the Lord right now. 
couple days of an elder man elder couple for years and years he just sat in the church cold indifferent gave his wife grief wanted to leave her he's got upset she just wanted to go to church she just wanted to serve God he's up and down in and out turned into an elder 60 years old 70 years old but all of a sudden in a service happened to be our pastor speaking and it didn't last 20 minutes hour hour and a half two hours two and a half three hours three and a half hours all of a sudden the lord jesus went down to that man on his pew and set him on fire he has never been the same he's in his 70s now sits on the second row right here he's on fire for god It didn't happen in an hour service. Two hour service. Brother Biscoe sat on a log. God met him. We sing about it. We talk about it. We hear about it. We have people right in our own midst that need to sit down somewhere. I need somebody to say something hour, hour and a half, two hours, three for this brother, it took a four hour service but God touched him you know what I say, praise be to God others are sleeping others lost interest somebody got delivered and he was in his seventies I gave testimonies tonight of teenagers elders some years ago there was a little baby that was small enough to fit in my hand and we stood there with brother Nathan and Heidi Davis she she wasn't allowed in the room just Nathan standing next to me the little baby was small enough to fit in my hand born premature all kinds of wires, tubes things on him on, on the little girl we just prayed a little simple prayer and brother Nathan and our testimony is while we prayed the instruments begin to go up 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 that same God from preemie to a little child through your years elder years he's alive Jesus is alive he's our healer our deliverer our savior our husband our maturer God bless all of you Services dismissed. You can go. You can stay. You can linger. You can come forward. You can go wherever you want to go. Stay in his presence. 
Let the resurrection be beating in your heart. God bless you.